Welcome to She Says, He Says. I'm Trent. And I'm Tanya. We're two successful business owners that have found value in living life with more intention, and we want to share it with you. This podcast is all about enabling you to find your own personal fulfillment. Through our experiences and connection with like-minded people, we bring you a better understanding of your relationships with yourself, allowing you to feel inspired and whole. We're two everyday people that are inviting you to join us as we adventure through all parts of life that lead you to a deeper connection with self. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. It's Trent here. Um, You know, our schedules didn't quite align between Tanya and I, and so I thought I would get on here and record a solo one. Um, I wanted to share an experience with you guys and some of the lessons I've learned from it. Uh, Just last week, I was um, in Toronto and uh, receiving an award, actually. Um, Maybe we haven't really been explicit in this, but one of my jobs in life is I own a car dealership, a Jeep Ram Dodge Chrysler here in Prince Albert and um, Riverside Dodge. Great place to buy a car. I highly recommend it. Anyway, we... um, our dealership was recognized as one of the best dealerships to work for in Canada by Automotive News, uh, a publication, industry publication. And um, it's actually our fourth time winning it. We're four for four. And they've held the, um, that we've been nominated four times and won four times. And, you know, they do a combination of um, looking at some processes and policies that the business has in place. And then most of it, though, comes from they do this deep dive interview um, survey with uh, the staff. And you need, like, you know, there's thresholds to be met and all this stuff. And it's such an honor. It really is such an honor. And so I, I was in Toronto last week. I flew out by myself to receive the award on behalf of the dealership and the team. And, um, you know, as I was... I was in the moment and experiencing it all. And then I'm on the plane ride home and I got thinking, what a lesson. And I wanted to share it with you. Um, Cause you know, while I really do uh, highly appreciate, you know, the external recognition, it's awesome. This is also um, the result of, it's a gift that's come from a wound, I guess is how I want to describe it. And, um, so I've been at the dealership for a long time. Um, it'll be, it's 18, almost 19 years. And, um, the first 11, 11 or 12 years of it, um, I didn't have much say true power, right? Like, um, to influence how things were decided. And, um, and my experience quite honestly was not, not great, but I don't think untypical, but You know, if I was to describe how I experienced most of my time working there, it was, I felt undervalued and in some ways exploited, you know, um, I remember one time I had, um, for example, I had found, um, you know, our, our pay, a lot of it is commission based. And so I had ended up, um, you know, having just this great month, one of my best months ever. And I got this big paycheck and I was feeling really good about it. And, um, the very next month, um, it was decided that the pay structure should change. And so my pay was effectively halved with no opportunity to no further opportunity for growth. So, you know, I, I, I got to make half as much going forward and, um, 
the expectations were similar, if not more, with no real prospect of growing, right? That's um, So obviously, that made me feel really undervalued and in some ways exploited, and, and it really hurt. And, um, you know, that's just, there was multiple examples, and I don't want to overly, like, get into, like, uh, a situation where I'm, I'm swapping war stories. But I do want to articulate how, how much that hurt and the pain that I really experienced in this over a decade, 10 years I worked there with the idea that someday I would take over and buy it. And that opportunity did come in, uh, in 2015, me and my brother-in-law were able to purchase the dealership outright and, um, and run it as we saw fit. And what we decided early on was that we didn't want to, we wanted to do it a different way. And we really wanted to emphasize, you know, uh, a different way of doing it where people um, were valued and maybe even um, to the point where hopefully they felt like they're, they were recognized, they were fairly compensated, if not um, top, top of the market compensated. And we started implementing things that people thought were crazy. You know, one, one thing that we've been really proud of is we implemented a policy of unlimited paid sick leave. So any staff member, if they're not feeling well, they call in sick, they still get their full wage for that day as if they were there. And, um, and they can use that. It's unlimited. There's no, you know, it's not like we say, okay, you can do that for like, you get sick days, so many sick days a year. It's no, if and when you need it, you use it and know that you'll be taken care of. And people thought we were crazy. Uh, we thought we were crazy when, when the idea first was, was brought up in the management um, table. But, you know, we came to realize that, well, this is just a good thing. You know, honestly, um, this helps people, you know, then they're not coming in and getting other people sick. So one person's not feeling well. And anybody that's worked in an office or with a group of people know, right? All of a sudden, you know, Fred's got the sniffles and then the next week, two or three other people have the sniffles and then it just, it runs through the whole workplace and people have to step up and it's, it's difficult. It's really challenging for people. So what if rather than coming in sick because you need that money, cause you got to make rent and you got to feed your family. What if you just knew that you had that and you could recover? Then all of a sudden we don't lose all that productivity. And so it was a leap of faith. And, um, one of the mantras we live by as a management team is that, you know, ultimately we have, because we have more of the power, we get, it's important that we trust people first so we can afford to be vulnerable in that way. And maybe we're right. Maybe we're wrong. The great thing about business is you can have whatever idea you want and the proof is whether it works or not. So you really, um, we tried it it's been two years now and it's been wonderful. You know, it's good for the staff. It's good for us and it hasn't affected productivity or the bottom line one bit. So we had this limiting belief and it's so, um, it permeates our culture, doesn't it? Like even the idea that wait, unlimited paid sick leave, that'll be crazy. People will abuse it. Why would anyone even bother coming into work? And the truth is, is that, you know, at work, it's a relationship just like any other. And if one party or the other is abusing it, 
then the relationship really isn't sustainable and it'll break down. And so, um, so that's an example now of, of a policy we've implemented. And so all of these things though, what the point I want to get to here is that all of this stuff becomes possible because of wound, because of hard times, because of what, uh, I experienced. And, you know, there's choices that we make in life and we can choose whether we want experiences to make us bitter and resentful and maybe we shrink or do we want to use those opportunities, use those pains and wounds and use it as an opportunity to make the world different. You know, because I knew the pain of being undervalued, because I knew the pain of not feeling like um, I was being fairly compensated, I was in a, once I became in a position to do something about that for others, I didn't want others to experience that pain. And so I created a reality that didn't involve it. And so it became a gift and not only a gift. And now what's awesome is, yeah, this external validation, this external recognition is a gift for me and it's, it's very humbling, but it's also a validation that the path we decided to take was correct. And the hurts and the wounds that, uh, you know, I experienced my brother-in-law too. And, um, those hurts and wounds became something that we could leverage and turn into something beautiful. So, you know, maybe you're in a place in your life where you're going through some stuff. Life is difficult. There's pain. Um, maybe you don't feel like you're being valued. Maybe you don't feel like you're being seen or heard. Those are painful things. And, um, I like, I certainly don't want to diminish it. When I was going through all of that, it was not pleasant at all. There was lots of days I wanted to give up. I wanted to quit. I wanted to crawl in a corner. Parts of me did become angry, resentful, um, hurtful to others. You know, when I felt hurt, I wanted to hurt other people. So, and normally I did that through my words, yelling at people, using sharp language, using demeaning language. And, uh, yeah, it sucks when you're going through it. There's no question. The beautiful part, though, is hopefully you can get through it. You can get into a different space because nothing in life is constant. You know, um, one of my favorite sayings is this too shall pass. Whether it be good times or bad times, it shall pass. The good times don't last forever. Neither do the bad times, though. And so... The question is, when the good times do come, what do you do about it? When you start to work on these wounds, when you've experienced these wounds, what do you want to do about it? Do you want to create a situation where now you're in a position of authority or power, or you're in a position to act in a way where you're on the other side, where perhaps you can exploit a situation, a relationship? What do you choose to do? Do you choose to do what you've learned, what's been inflicted upon you, because that's the only way we can get ahead? Or do you choose to do something different, choose to do something better? And I would also like to encourage you not to limit yourself. You know, um, the idea that we could create 
a space where people can thrive in this way, where we encourage one another, where we take care of each other. You know, the employees at the dealership, they take care of me by their work and their labor and, and their production, frankly, it, it takes, you know, I'm taking care of. But the question is, in a relationship, how am I showing up as well? Am I taking care of them? And so we constantly want to make choices where we're building a deeper relationship, quite frankly. And it's not for everybody, and, and not everybody needs to stay. And, you know, some people will move on, and we'll have to move on from some people. These, these are just realities of life. And we can do it with grace. We can do it with compassion. Um, ending a relationship, a business relationship in this case, doesn't mean that it has to be acrimonious. It doesn't mean that there has to be like a winner or a victim or a villain. It can simply be a natural conclusion. And I can't tell you the number of people that have have decided to pursue other things in their career. We have a young staff. Our average age is under 31. And so some of them are just starting and they're trying to decide what they want to do. And, you know, uh, our dealership, our, our place of business is just one spot along their journey. And that's awesome. We want to create a space where they can know what a, a fun, healthy, uh, caring place to work for is. So, and they, they choose to move on as they decide to pursue other things that they think will light them up and we celebrate them. And same for some, they just um, can't perform. They can't get um, either the pressure or the stress or or a number of of different, um, sometimes it just comes down to timing. Sometimes they don't work for us. And so we have to part ways. And we can do that with grace too. It doesn't mean that anyone is necessarily wrong. It just means it's not right for us to continue. And so by doing that, we've created um, this environment um, where people are allowed to thrive, people are allowed to be expressed, and people are, are well and fairly compensated and cared for one another. And um, it was just such a reflection. Like I said, I was flying back home, and on the plane, I just thought, you know what? Like, it wouldn't, I don't know that this would have been possible if it wasn't for what I encountered, what I experienced. I don't know if I'd feel as passionately about it if I hadn't um, felt so undervalued, if I didn't have that wounding, that hurt that I experienced in my life. I don't know that I'd feel as passionate about creating something different for others. And so in a way, it becomes a blessing <laughs> now from my point of view from here. All those, all those times, all those hurts are now a blessing. I, w- I wouldn't wish it any other way. Um, because that has been the thing that drives me to create something better. And so I want to challenge you, or maybe it's a point for reflection. What is something in your life? What's a wound? What is something that is really hurting? And how can you show up and make the world a better place? Knowing the pain of that. Maybe it's knowing the pain of not hearing your parents say, I love you. Or maybe it's the pain of not feeling really seen. Well, that normally means that your job in this world then is to make sure people know that they're loved or to make sure that you see other people, giving them your full presence. Maybe you feel like you weren't appreciated. That means that you are called to bring appreciation into this world. So 
um, a quick reflection. I, um, I, I just wanted to share this just. I wanted to share this with you. I, it's something I'm happy and proud about. And it's also something that has come from a long um, journey. It's not something that has just magically occurred. It came from hurt, pain, hard work, and long, consistent effort. So there it is. Um, we'll be back together, Tanya and I, uh, on the next podcast episode for sure. And um, yeah, but in the meantime, you can always check us out. You c- we've got the website. Check us out at www.shesayshesayspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, She Says He Says Podcast. And if you like this show, please help us uh, spread our mission. Uh, you know, like the show, share it with friends, leave a review. These things all really, really help. And um, we, we very much appreciate it. Or, of course, leave us, and I guess not or, and leave us an email, uh, Trent and Tanya at she says he says podcast.com. All the links are in the show notes. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, we do respond to every email we get or message we get. And um, honestly, it, it means the world to us. I hope you have a great day, guys, and love you very much. And we'll talk soon.